I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Coming to you live from Alola's Battle Royale Dome, it's the one, the only, Puckle Battlecast. Welcome to episode 41 of the Battlecast. I'm your host, Seth Vilo, here today with the one, the only, Mr. Claude Nine himself. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Did I do it? Is that, is that the right voice you, did you it. wanted? Okay, great. Cool. You did it. Perfect. Did it. Now we can go back to normal voices. All right, phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> and we are here to talk everything video game battling, and we've got a really cool, interesting topic for you this go-round. Um... Yet again, we've got another Puckle tournament going on that we're going to talk about here shortly and how it messes with people's brains. Uh, And there's been some other just general stuff happening. So what have you been up to, Claude? Oh, you know, your your standard Pokemon type of things with, uh, uh, you know, I I did some draft for a while and now I'm running a whole bunch of tournaments and, you know, playing some more draft and, you know, poke with the episodes every once in a while. Mm -hmm. Um, The occasional Nuzlocke if I get bored and want to do something else with my life. But, you know. Yeah, it works. It, it, it's all in good fun. Yeah, that and coming up with some of these crazy rules and teams for the tournaments that you'll be seeing in the future. I've had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, I've seen a couple of them, and they look really cool, really interesting. Especially, like, this Triple T tournament. Is it just TTT, or do we go... What Ooh. is there an abbreviation? It, 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 yes, it is the Triple Tri-Attack Triathlon. Oh, yeah, okay, abbreviation. Of <laughs> yes, Perfect. also known as the TTT. TTT. Triple T. I'm just going to say that. That's much easier uh, to say. T cubed, actually, but I mean, T-cubed. we don't have to go there. <laughs> T cubed. <laughs> but yeah, we've got that one. That's a really cool rule set, but we'll get there when we get to the topic. We'll we'll save that for then. Yeah. Um, well, what, do you, what have you been up listening. to, Seth? I feel like you never get asked that question. You know, you know, I kind of don't. I don't ever get asked that unless I'm on the main show, and then it's not in this context. Uh, for the most part... Video game wise, I've been just kind of doing what I normally do and trying to come up with a cool OU team that fits all my stupid cores. Uh, I've come up with one that's actually been kind of fun to use. Tapu Fini is ridiculous right now. So yeah. that's, 
it's always been one of my faves and I'm happy to use it and do use it successfully again. But I've, I've gotten the itch to use Zarud again recently. So Zarud we'll is so much goes. fun, but I don't use him he's, in OU. I use him more in like EUU. Mm-hmm. In, in my brain, he's like the perfect sweeper because he's like, oh, I'm going to set up 15 bulk ups and oh no, I got toxic. No, I didn't. Jungle healing. Ha ha. Mm-hmm. So if only he it, wasn't it, weak to you turn. Exactly. Like grass anything else he's a cool grass type at least but i don't know yeah dare i say best grass type gen 8 Uh, best Uh, gen 8 grass type maybe yes that's what i meant sorry yeah best gen 8 no no i'm sorry i can't there's elder goat elder (laughs) that's true we're gonna talk about that one here in a little bit too so that'll be fun yeah Um, elder goat true best grass type gen 8 shout out to mcgee He, he won't hear this but it's fine that's okay. He he'll we'll just tell him we talked about Eldegoss later after this. No, no, Eldegoss. That, that's Eldegoat. true. Name. Pardon me, pronouncing it wrong. <laughs> but anyway, let's not let's not wait for that to happen. Let's hop on over to tier time so we can eventually get to Eldegoat. We'll see you guys on the other side. It's tier time. And we're back. It's tier time, as always. So we're going to go ahead and start from the top, like most of the time we do. Sometimes we start random places, but not this time. Ha ha. So, Claude, what happened in Ubers? So I think the big thing that happened in Ubers this this month, this this three-month segment or whatever, um, was that Zacian H, or what's it, sword form? The Crown. hero of many battles form. Hero Crown is already kicked. Zacian H. Or, oh, so it's without the crown. Yeah. Ah, regular Zacian, then, is now banned from Ubers. So, with a sword, without the sword, the doggo is too strong. And now mm-hmm. joins, what, Mega Rayquaza in the Anything Goes Pokemon tier? And its crown form as well. Oh, yes, and its crown form. So, and I think, like, Eternatus, like, G-Max. Eternamax, Eternatus, yeah. Yeah, Eternamax, Eternatus, you know, Mega Z-Move user. Um, him. <laughs> So, um, so what does that mean for the overall meta of Ubers? And let me tell you, um, what it does is it allows other wall breakers to be in, in the meta. It means you don't have to actually run Zosh in every single game because it was broken. Uh, so things mm-hmm. like Lando I, uh, Calyrex Ice Rider form, regular Rayquaza, even Zekrom have now, can now be a wall breaker and do more damage and do things, you know? Because you don't need to have a dedicated um, Zacian or a Zacian counter on your team. Um, this also helps a lot of the bulky cores that were going around beforehand. Um, stuff like uh, Duskmane, Necrozma, Yevital, and regular Eternatus do a lot more now because their big sweeper that would kill them is gone. Um, however, with this, though, you had a lot of, you know, regenerator cores and bulky mons that did super well that now will not do that well. Like Tangrowth, Amoongus... Toxapex, uh, when you're not walling a steel fairy type. Mm-hmm. Well, not... this one was just fairy. Well, this one's just fairy, sorry. Like, a very strong fairy type, It, you know, the poison becomes a lot less useful when there are more flying types and psychic types get to roam around free now. Mm-hmm. Um, that and uh, Xerneas, you know, despite having another fairy leaving, thinking maybe it would do better. Actually, it doesn't. Because of the rise of Duskman Necrozma, it's a lot more difficult to run Xerneas and run it as well because it kind of gets hard-walled. That and all right. the other things that counter Zacian 
counter it still. So exactly, and and part of that is the reason that the physical defense, the pardon me, the physical offensive breakers are are doing well too. Um, mm-hmm. It since you lose the primary physical sweeper, it allows other physical sweepers to exist, but also allows defensive checks to start running special defense instead. Yes. So Duskmane would always run like. 252, 252 bold in order to even stand a chance against Zacian. Uh, but now it can run special defense to stand a chance against Xerneas. So now that there's that flexibility, Xerneas actually oddly uh, mm-hmm. does worse. Um, yeah, and so. this, I mean, even beforehand, uh, Magnazon was seeing a lot of play, and it still sees a lot of play in this tier, specifically like the iron defense body press sets. Mm-hmm. And even now, it, it still shines just because it's a good steel type. Um, yeah. And then everyone's favorite, um, you know, Shadow Pony on a horse riding a Kelly Rex. You know, I think I said that the other way around, but it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it's now, like, nuts. I think that's the next thing that would be considered via, like, something the next thing to look at would be the uh, Shadow Form Kelly Rex, just because yeah. what are you going to do? Yep. The only thing that might keep it in check is the fact that now that a big, ugly, nasty fairy is gone. It opened the door for more dark types to kind of walk in. Things like, like Tyranitar and Evaltal. Yep, that has a little more mm-hmm. flex. Um, yeah. So more darks could come in to I also keep see Calyrex more Shadow will probably show up as well, just because Shadow Sneak. Yep. Kind of Entirely possible. So, but that's pretty much Ubers. I mean, you, you look at most posts about Ubers, it's like, huh, waiting for someone to use something creative in Ubers. And then you see them yeah. dead as a skeleton, and they're still waiting because, you know, it's it's rare that you see something new show up that actually does something because all these mons are broken for a reason, and they do so yep. well already. So, yeah. I, we might see Whoa. some stuff come out. We may not. I mean, I like Pukamuku still in Ubers. Ditto is great <laughs> Ubers bond, you know. Mm-hmm. It's still evolving, and it's still kind of figuring out what's going to fill that void and what things are good and bad, so... It's not quite creative yet, but it's getting there as people explore more and more things with the opening that's made. So we'll see. Maybe next month it'll be it'll be crazy and Weavile will be the king of Ubers. Who knows? No, 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 no. <laughs> frail boy is frail. Mm-hmm. I mean, it does okay. It's just not nearly as good. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Oh, well. But let's go ahead and take a hop down to good old OU, and Claude and I are going to tackle this one together. So the big thing, uh, no bans or suspects are really even being talked about right now because it's in a pretty good place overall. There, There's still yeah. some discussion about Dragapult, but... I don't even meh. think... I haven't seen Dragapult in a while, and even if I do, I'm like, ah, it's just a Dragapult. Yeah, it is this... It like, uh, based on the stats, it's like the second or third most used thing in the tier... But, I mean, spe- even with specs, 100 special attack can only get you so far. Exactly. So, yeah. Sure, it's uh, fast, but, like, if Pursuit was around, I don't think this would be S tier. It, would, it wouldn't It would be OU if Pursuit th- was around. You think? I think it would still be OU. I just think it would be, like, A tier. Or maybe even B. I think, I think it would be, like, Weavile, where it kind of hovers between OU and UUBL. Well, Weavile personally. is now in A-plus rank, so... Yeah, true. It did just make the jump to OU, though, and we'll mention that, too. Uh, this, now that it's been a while since a lot of DLC came out, 
they're doing the tier shifts every three months now. I've mentioned that the past couple mm-hmm. battle casts, you know, based on trends, this might be this tier next month. Well, the tier shifts have happened, so there's a whole lot of changing going on for especially the lower tiers. OU is not really affected, but a lot of the other tiers made yeah. huge changes. But continuing on, um, Bisharp and Weavile are going nuts still, just par- partially because of the Dragapult thing. I, but I wouldn't also have said Bisharp, Weavile's but definitely, I mean, definitely Weavile. Mm-hmm. See, I've never been a fan and of Bisharp, so I, I always look down on it. It's it's almost Halucha level for me. I don't uh, know how why. How much you hate it? Yeah. Like, I ran, I made I made a Mega Gyarados set a long time ago that was made specifically to counter Bisharp, because it resists both of its stab moves. All right. I hate that thing. I hate that thing so much. Sure. I mean... <sighs> I just, I never think it's as good as it is. And whenever I see mm-hmm. it do work, I'm like, okay, all right. Yeah. That, that, not even going to lie, that among kind of Weavile was part of the reason that I wanted Zamazenta to drop. But here we are. No, Zamazenta oh, well. was too strong, even for OU. It, it was, I think it was fine. But it would it would be nice to have something to completely invalidate Bisharp. That would be my dream. But oh well. Just give everybody Mach Punch. That'll work. Everybody, yep. Um, another thing that happened that's big and noteworthy is Slow King has finally seen the light of reason and is no longer in the S rank. I don't know why it was ever there, but whatever. Uh, yeah. I guess people... Um, that's not... Uh, it's good. Yeah. It's really good. Just... Yeah. No. Is it meta-defining? No. Absolutely not. I guess people got prepared for the exactly one set that it runs. So... Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yeah, that and b- because of even Slowking, Scizor is seeing a lot more rise. I think to fight yeah. off the likes of Bisharps and Weaviles, and even the Slowking, you set up one S, you set up one Sword Stance, and something. Oh, cool! I can U-turn or I can knock off, and suddenly you're dead. Mm-hmm. It's also good against Qrem, which is starting to catch a lot of steam too. Scizor yeah. eats that for breakfast. Yeah, Qrem is the and like I would say Qrem and Weavile, these Ice Cores are really is the flavor of the month right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. I mean, On the topic of... S- go. Go ahead. Nope. <laughs> oh, radio. Uh, on the topic of Scizor, it, it kind of brings up an interesting trend that's happened, and mainly I blame the fact that Dragapult and Zero Aura are good, where speed control used to mean you have a Scarfer. That's what it used to mean back in Gen 7 and prior, uh, ever since we got Scarf. Sure. Yeah. But now, speed control on teams basically means either you're running Dragapult slash Zera Aura, or you're using priority. That's your speed control. There's only, like, three yeah. things that even run Scarf, and those are Lando, Feeny, and Cartana. I could have sworn there's more that use Scarf. They, they might use it, and there are plenty that are capable, but, like, when you see it land in front of you and you have to predict, is this, is this holding a Scarf or not? It used to you be, Le- to- I, what you said, Lele? You said Lele, right? Uh, Lele has not seen it recently, but it really? used to run it a long it time ago. It used to run it a lot. Huh. Yeah, now it's more Specs or Twisted Spoon. I do enjoy a good Twisted Spoon. Mm-hmm. Huh, you're right. I guess there aren't nearly, aren't nearly as many Scarfers as there used to be. Guess that we need to run yeah. more Scarf Placephalon. So I'm saying Scarf mind Plac- blown. <laughs> exactly. Really catch people off guard. You could. That would be a fun one. I've, I actually I actually got kicked by one of those. Uh, it outsped my Dragapult all of a sudden, and then its Shadow Ball was stupid and completely wiped the floor with me. So. Or what you do is you run uh, 
what's it? Flame charge. That too. It's got 131 attack. So well, I that mean, and you just, why not? I mean, you run it for the speed boost, then you run special. Mm-hmm. But e- either way, um, nah, there, there like, you go. There's there's my segue. You're right. There are not as many your star free spice rack. Uh, yeah, there's your spice rack for, uh, for OU. <laughs> Flame charge Blacephalon. It's super innovative. No one's ever seen it before. Ha <laughs> Um, but talking about a mod that I, I, I love that I haven't get a chance to, I don't get to see very often, but every once in a while shows up, but it's now getting more traction is Dragonite. Yeah. Because there are two sets that are running around. Either you have this really defensive one that just kind of sits there and like doesn't die, that, but then checks a lot of the other mons, or a Dragon Dance one that actually can kill and defeat a lot of things. Granted, and both of them are just fat. It's gross. Yeah. And multi-scale uh, makes it even worse. Except for the fact that Weavile's running around and Triple Axle makes Dragonite a very sad boy. Yeah, exactly. That's when you pop those Dragon Dances up and pop it before it pops you. Until they start I running guess. Scarf Weavile and then you're really Scarf Weavile. <laughs> uh, I've seen it before. I believe uh, it. I hope I don't there see it There was a time again. when Scarf Dragapult was around because you really need to go fast. Well, that was when a Lucky was... Amon that mm-hmm. people cared about for some reason. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I, I know one of your favorite scarfers uh, that you like to talk about is Feeny. Oh, yeah. I have been using the crap out of that thing. Uh, it's taken the tier by storm, too, because Weavile and Rapid Strike Urshifu have just popped off as primary top tier threats. And Feeny outspeeds both of them, as well as Dragapult, even at max speed. So Scarfini can take on all three of those, moonblast all of them, and just crack them open. And if Toxpex comes in to absorb a moonblast, a surf, whatever, you can trick this scarf onto it. And you, your fourth move is just up in the air based on what you need. Do you need, do you want to have a late game Calm Mind user? Do it. Do you want to have knockoff on it to support the rest of your team? Go for it. You can also even run Defog if you want to do that. It just needs three moves. So the fourth is just what you want. Yep. I've been doing Calm Mind. It's hilarious. Yeah, they don't really expect it after a trick, do they? Exactly. Exactly. Like, trick it onto a Slow King. I did that one game. Trick the Scarf onto a Slow King, then start setting Calm Minds. Oof. It was gross. I can imagine. Mm-hmm. But I think that's all I, that's all I have for OU. Do you have anything else? Not really. And the what? fact that Scizor is popping off in OU really affects UU. Yeah. And we'll talk more about OU later in the topic. Yeah. Exactly. Well, we're saving a little bit for that. So let's go ahead and jump down to UU, where some cool things happened. First of all, this is one of the tiers now where we start talking about bans, unbans, um, tier shift departures and tier shift arrivals uh so no bans or unbans so no tiering action in that way but mew and scissor both made the jump from uu to ou so are no longer usable in uu and there are three mons that dropped i believe um being Mm -hmm. nido king pelipper and regilecki about time on that last one pelipper still has drizzle right yes it does oh i can see rain in UU becoming a oh, yeah. a thing until they decide to ban it and make Pelipper BL again. Maybe they might make it BL. I mean, Rain hasn't really taken over down there. They do have access to Politoed, but it yeah, but can't reliably recover. So, Alright, so you see, when you have Pelipper versus, like, I'm looking at the top threats of um, UU right now, 
You have mm-hmm. so something like Keldeo, which can't really touch Pelipper and dies to it. Como-O, which really doesn't like Pelipper. Um, Tangrowth, who doesn't like Pelipper. Uh, you have Mens, who, I mean, can still doesn't want to eat a lot of hits. And you have things like Amoongus, Buzzwool, Crocodile, Lycanroc, Moltres, Nihilego, Rotom Heat, Rhyperior. Yeah. Like, the entire A like group it. hates Pelipper, for the most yeah. part. And when you get to compare it with... Imagine pairing it with, like, a Thunderous. And now you or have, that Keldeo. Or even that Keldeo. And suddenly Keldeo now has more power to it. I, or even the new Nidoking. Or Regilecki. I don't know. But I, I think Pelipper will eventually leave Yu Yu. I, I would believe that it all it takes is like it, it just dropped barely it just needs OU to have a little bit of a rain spree and yeah. then it's it's back up there so use it now while you can but exactly yeah, I'm, I'm convinced it will be broken down here and will be like the top spot yeah um other than that though people were already starting to discuss suspecting Mew for the fact that it just was so reliable in its utility and its unpredictability it so it's good. perfect timing yeah um, on the sad side of things, Scizor was glue for a whole lot of teams, so it's kind of sad for the tier that it left. But yeah, Scizor oh well, has been like, to... in my mind, Scizor has been like the Lando of UU since last forever, gen? maybe six. Yeah, Gen well, six, I think, because Mega was OU. Yeah, I think the regular was not, and it was just like now it's gone. It's gone back up to OU because we don't have Mega Scizor. People realize Scizor is good again. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. According to my chart, it's my favorite bug type. So. Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> um, but, uh, I mean, we have to... Uh, well, and we'll briefly talk about Regilecki and how it's going to drop even further than UU because it yeah. can set screens. It's a meme. It has electric moves. And when, you, when you're in a tier with... When, like, the main mons are, like, Tangrowth, Amoongus... Thunder's Therian, Rhyperior, now you have Nidoking, think of Nidoqueen too, Crocodile, like, that's just to name a few that are, like, very prominent on, like, every team, it just gets hard mm-hmm. to and then allows someone to set up, and it becomes more of a hindrance to your team than anything else. Yep, absolutely. Uh, if they have a ground type, Regieleki can't do anything. No. I said, especially if they ever Nidoking, decide to give that thing moves. Break things open. Yeah. Yeah, and Nido King will be a lot of places because it can two hit KO the entire tier, except sometimes it's, Chansey if it doesn't run most, superpower. I mean, even then, I don't think two superpowers kills Chansey. Yeah, it it might. I don't know. I'd have to run that calc, but I think you're right. I, I know that it's it used to do to Blissey, but I don't know. Yeah, I, when you if you light Chansey's bulkier than Blissey, so mm-hmm. that, that that's the only thing is it can do a lot except Chansey. Yeah, but I mean. This the is where sub-focus punch Nido King's going to come into play. Uh-huh. Or just focus punch in general. Sometimes you don't even need the sub if you come in and scare something out. That's true. I like to have the sub, though. I never trust yeah. my opponents. If you come in on, like, a Tangrowth... Oh, yeah, it's not staying in. It might. No, it, that's going to run no, away. It's a, no. If it's a Salt Vest, it can live one hit in Earthquake, or Power Whip, and potentially, you know... Or Knock Off, Neuter It, but yeah. Exactly. But Most of the time, way. though, yeah. <laughs> it'll run. It should run is the answer. It should run, yeah. Uh, but that's that's a, that'll be scary. That'll be interesting to see how people adapt to Nido King being down here now. Mm-hmm. I, I predict Nido Queen will just drop like a rock, but we'll see because it was kind of floating around here for a little bit. But now that it, brother's here, it's yeah, I, I think with Mew gone, we're going to see a lot more Necrozma. 
because it's yeah, it's kind of similar, and it's a potent wind con, dragon it's a dance, potent even meteor beam. Yes, it can do all the same things. It can be bulky, it can be offensive, it can be defensive. Yeah, <clears throat> I think it I can think... check Nido King actually fairly well. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I, I Get a dragon check. dance off, and then photon laser. Well, even then, like, I think you can live a hit or two, and just yeah. like pop it. Mm-hmm. So I think Aegis Slash will keep that sort of in check, but even then, I it's got Aegis things Slash like Heat too. Wave. Yeah, it's wild. Another thing that's kind of catching momentum down here that, uh, especially now that Scizor's gone and it's not competing directly for a bug, is Life Orb Roost Buzzwall. That has crazy coverage, and who knows? That said. It's been catching a lot of popularity in OU, so who knows? By the time October rolls around, it might be OU again, just barely. Yeah. I doubt it personally, but who knows? That's three months away. That's a whole different season, so whatever. But yeah, pretty much that's UU. Yeah. A couple things happened here. There's bigger moves in the lower tiers, so why mm-hmm. don't we keep going on down? How about RU, Claude? Sure. Um, so, are uh, you lost uh, Rhyperior and Sarud? Which were two big, yeah. big threats in Ryu. Um, and it got Alola Ninetales. So, wh- when you hear Alola Ninetales, people get very scared that, like, all these hyper-offensive teams are going to show up. But Light Clay is banned in Ryu. So, Aurora Veil is Everything five below turns. OU. Yeah. So, it's, it's pretty much gone. Um, I mean, it can still do a lot of damage. It's just, it's still just Alola Ninetales. Uh, I yeah. don't think Hail teams are that good in Ryu. I mean, they were okay, but. Um, I, but the big thing, though, is the fact that he lost Zarud and Rhyperior. Because Zarud basically held all of the psychic types in check. Yeah, Being, really like, did. a staple on most teams. is like, oh, just throw on a Zarud. And then you have, a, in like, a Darkest Larius an- answer to everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, with that, you'll probably see more things like Reuniclus show up. Um, I think Sigilyph might even show up more in here, if it's around here. I forgot what tier it's in. I forget if it's banned or not. Let me check. I don't remember. I just remember it being always a terror wherever it is. Oh yeah, um, it's there. It's N U B L. Yeah. So, so it's I think there. that I think that will actually rise up into R U now. Um with um Rhyperior was just a big rocker. So I don't know like I mean it's just gonna give more work to Steelix. Yeah. And that that's it. Um let's see, the other things to talk about are uh oh, I recently got Quagsire. Um, which dropped all the way to PU because, you know, Quagsire is one of those mods that goes from, like, goes straight to OU to UU to, or <laughs> OU to PU to OU to PU, depending on the flavor of the month. Exactly. Teams are Just popular, like Gastrodon. So. Exactly. So Quagsire is now around, so that's going to be helpful. Um, especially when you have Vileplume to pair nicely with it. All, all very happy that Zarud and those friends are gone. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and we always say Zarud, like, I'm talking a lot about Zarud because Zarud affected the tier a lot. Yeah. Um, like, you think of the other things that Dark is good against? Ghost types. And ghost types are going to do much better. Like, Chandelure, Poltegeist, Mimikyu are really happy to not have to deal with Zarud. Especially, I think, because Mimikyu without a sword stance couldn't one-shot Zarud, I think. Which is the fun part. That sounds about right. That yeah. thing is bulkier than you would expect. And half, and it's usually faster, so it just U-turns out first, breaks her th- uh, uh, disguise. Disguise. And, yeah. And then, then what? Um... So we will probably see a little rise of, like, Umbreon's a little bit more to fill in that, like, Zarud dark-type void. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, we have the spice rack of the epi- of the episode. This is the spiciest of all the racks. 
Um, it is about the spiciest thing I've seen. Um, so this is Elder Goat. Um, I say Elder Goat because it is <laughs> Elder Goat. Um, it, it, it has, like, there is one specific set that has been doing really, really well. Um, and that's Leftovers, Regenerator, 252 HP, 252 Special Defense, Calm Nature, Max Special Defense, with Leech Seed, Rapid Spin, some sort of grass attack, and then either Aromatherapy or Sleep Powder, usually. And then it yeah. just sits there. It does a lot of the... It, it uh, Hazard Control is an annoyance for Pokemon to deal with, with Leech Seed, and it can just, you know, sit there and recover health and be really annoying, especially now that Zarude is gone. That would usually just sit there and force it to Rapid Spin against it, because it couldn't touch it otherwise. Yeah. And um, it's actually got an astounding special bulk. Like, if it's yeah. not super effective, it, it'll live it, and then you regen it out. You regenerator it out. It's wild. Regen, yeah. Um, so Eldegoat Eld- has a spot as a defense, special defensive pivot in the tier. Although I don't mm-hmm. see why you would ever want to run it when you have the likes of Vileplume, but some people like to use it. Faflava. Vileplume Faf- can't aromatherapy. It can. Or rapid spin. It can so aromatherapy. It's... It can't rapid spin. Oh, it no, can't. Can. Aroma- Silly me. Yeah. It can strength sap, though. That's true, too. <laughs> That's the only difference. <laughs> yeah. People describe um, the Eldegoss as kind of like a combination of Serena and Vileplume mm-hmm. in one Pokemon. Which is a very the, useful tool. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. The hazard removal plus the annoying. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I might go and try that out. Yeah. Um, if you go and I try can. it out, make sure you tag McGee every time you win with Eldegoss. Eldegoss. Every single time. Go to the Smogon uh, thread on Discord Every time. To replay your, uh, get a match replay, post in there, be like, at McGee. It's you don't even good. have to win. If Eldegoss hits the field. If it tanks a hit. if it, As long as it doesn't get one shot, you're fine. Even better. Yeah. Don't tell him we said that. No. He, he will don't never de- know. Zero context. Exactly. But that's pretty much it for Aryu. Um, Seth, why don't you tell us about the the neverly used Mons of Venue? <laughs> the neverly sounds good to me. It kind of had a similar situation happen. the la- The last couple tiers have either had a big <laughs> arrival or a big departure, and this departure is Flygon, which is huge, really, because that thing surprisingly kept so much in check because it has so much variety to his sets. It was Scarf. It could be Band. It could be Dragon Dance for Endgame. There were even things like Rocky Helmet defensive Flygons because it's got decent enough stats and reliable recovery. So it stopped this thing, all of my Poison Boys from doing well. It's it did. It stopped all of your Poison Boys from doing well. So expect a whole lot of those to pop up. Um, outside of that, I'll get more into the Flygon ramifications here in a minute. But it also gained Arctazolt. And Galarian Articuno. Ooh. So. Alright, so it's up to Stone Tank and Drapion to do well in this meta then. Mm-hmm. And so the Flygon leaving is is big, as I said. There's a couple things that it kept in check specifically, like Salazzle, Drapion, Copperaja, Toxicroak. Those are all big, big names that it was keeping at bay. And the council people have said that they're going to keep a close watch on the tier in case they need to take any like action based on Flygon's departure. If Salazzle gets too big, I think that's the biggest thing on the radar at the moment. Well, yeah, it's it lethal can, down there. It can do so much. It can toxic mm-hmm. stall. It can, you know, just go like nasty plot, kill everything. Cause it's one of the fastest things in the tier. Yeah. I'm glad in the, the lower tier, tier has shifted though from, 
Uh, like, what's it, Ninjask, you turn the tier into this. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. In the lower tier, Salazzle's much more of a lethal sweeper as opposed to, like, OU, where you might see it as a toxic staller. It's it, just because of that speed tier combined with the decent enough special attack. So, it's it's a dangerous threat down here. Uh, on top of that, as far as potential tiering things in the near future, they're also looking into Blastoise and Surfetched. I know we had just mentioned those as being potentially problematic last month, so... Now that now that the tier shift has happened, they got a kind of a better idea on what's the priority. But they said they're probably going to look into those two sooner rather than later. So who knows? By next month, maybe action would have already been taken on at least one of them. But other than that, a lot of electrics on top of poisons doing really good now that Flygon's gone. A lot of electrics are also going to do good. Pretty much if it's electric, it has chances to thrive now. Big one being Rotom Mo. Because it's got yeah. that leaf storm in the back. Good. Give my poison boy something to feed on. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, Dragalgy is going to eat that for breakfast. But um, yeah, Rotom Mo is a really good one. Other electrics that are being talked about is Heliolisk, and you can do it with like Silk Scarf and Hyper Voice to just scream at things. Ah, that sounds scary. Yeah. Magneton is pretty good, and Magnet Pull shenanigans can happen. Uh, Lantern even and Alolan Raichu are worth looking at, especially I think I think uh, not Pukamuku. What's the other one? Pincurchin might be available, so you could theoretically have a semi decent Alolan Raichu game with oh, I uh, it, electric yeah. terrain. What's the ground type like? The main ground type in the tier? There kinda isn't one. There's really? not a main one yet. There not yet. Uh, people haven't decided what they're gonna do. Some some things that people have thrown around are even, like, throwing the name of Stunfisk around as just Ooh. a ground type. Yes! I like it. Yeah. The other option that you could go is have something with, like, a Volt Absorb or Motor Drive or something like that. Yeah, that Togedemaru just... might oh, rise up a bit. Oh, Wish Pass. Uh-huh. And it's got weird amounts of utility for being as fragile as it is. I like Togedemaru. It is cool. It's a good egg. It, it is. And, it, like, the spiky spiky shield as an as an attack not the ability because that would completely negate the fact that you're absorbing votes. oh i had a, a super heat oh, tobinamaru set i want to see if i can find it again <laughs> like when i when i say super heat it was like incredibly dumb but worked for no reason i think it was uh-huh. i think it was iron barbs with a rocky helmet and like spiky shield Oh my gosh! That and then you ran like stupid. substitute on it, just to really be annoying. <laughs> I think it was sub spiky shield, and then like two, and then maybe like wish and zing zap or something like something absurd. That just to, sounds just hilarious. to force you to attack it. It just hated um, any physical attacker. It may have also had nozzle sub zing zap uh-huh. just to really be that guy. That sounds fun. I think that was it. Let's let that be the spice rack. You have a physical type attacker you don't want to deal with. Token tomorrow has your answers. There you go. Exactly. So they think that like, they try and attack into you, spiky shield. Oh, they take damage. They try they attack you without the spiky shield, think the protect is down. No. Iron barb, rocky helmet, take all of the poke. <laughs> That's kinda like tank chomp in OU, which is always really fun. Oh, you can run in dirt too. Oh, I love doing that. Yeah. You oh, thought you had me. Nope, take another thirty percent of your health. Oh, my protect only did like ten percent to you. You attack without protect, you're taking like forty. Yeah. Uh, how much is Iron Barbs? Ugh. Iron Barbs is one eighth. 
gosh. One eighth plus yeah, rocket helmet, like which is also one eighth. It's it gets crazy. Is this a fourth of your health gone in like one hit? I think that sounds about. I think it's slightly less. Oh, I it, it's say... one sixth and one eighth. Whatever that is. Okay, you can melt in her shifu like that. Ooh, snap right, pop rice krispies, Batman. Uh, but anyway, back to NU. <laughs> Something else that's catching a lot of steam now that Flygon's gone is oddly enough, Copperaja. It was already here. It wasn't really going anywhere, but now it has more freedom. It doesn't have to only be a tank. It can be offensive, too. That thing has a move pool that goes from here to the other side of the planet. It can do pretty much anything it wants. It's crazy. It's actually rather good. Who would have thought? And as we expressed on uh, last month's show, it is technically the heaviest Pokemon. If it has the heavy metal ability, it bypasses the weight of Cosmoem and and uh, Celesteela. So we don't know the full weights of some of these mons. We only know how far. It, oh, because there's a limit. Yeah, exactly. It only goes up to nine hundred ninety nine kilograms. Exactly. So it could be more. Yep. If it should be more, Cosmoem's a black hole. It's a neutron star. It should be way more. But as far as like how the math actually works out, Copperaja is technically the heaviest Pokemon, so its Heavy Slam and Heat Crash are going to be crazy lethal. So go offensive with your Copperaja now. You don't have to only run tanky. You have the freedom. Uh, it's kind of the perfect NU mon, really. Copperaja. It really is. It, Except it's slow. Other than that, yeah. yeah but I mean, it's got the stats to accommodate. It really does, though. He thick. Yo, he a heavy elephant. He a elephant. <laughs> Oh. I, re- I regret that. That was the worst joke I've ever made. <laughs> That's fine. We're keeping it in there. <laughs> Dang, Anyways, we're keeping it in there. Um, let's move on to PU after that. Um, yeah. So th- they banned Alolan Executor because, you know, dropping Dracos is way too much for the tier. Um, yeah, exactly. And they unbanned Archizolt because Archizolt, I think Archizolt and uh, didn't um, Galarian Articuno drop all the way down here? Yep, it dropped all the way down here. Yeah. So it didn't just gain it in NU, it gained it in PU. That's how big of a drop it had. Yeah. So, I mean, it, and uh, granted, those are things that... Uh, they also got Quagsire, because Quagsire, you know, goes top to bottom. But they also lost Guzzlord, they lost Heliolisk, they lost Zatu, they lost Toxicroak, and they lost Garbodor. So a lot of poisons went up to NU, where it's poison the tier at the moment. And a lot of these psychics yep. are dropping, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Um... But I still think uh, PU is going to be dominated by Mesprit, just because it's a bulky psychic type that can do a lot of things. Most likely. Um, I think Larry Articuno has a really good spot here now. Um, As your Mesprit alternative, if you will. Pretty much. Uh, they say Arctazolt is going to be fun, but with Diglyph being around, it's kind of difficult to use. Because yeah. Arctazolt is only good in Hail. So I can see it even dropping to ZU. Possible. But, I don't think they have a Hail setter down there now. No, but anything can run Hail. Exactly. Even it could run hail. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the, the, other, the other big thing is since Heliolisk and Toxicroak both left, water types might actually be able to do something in the tier again. Oh, you yeah, because that absorbs it, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. it does. Um, and yeah, with Guzzlord gone, it allows more psychic types to show up. Ghosts could be a problem as well because of, you know, Guzzlord and Heliolisk being gone. So you never know. There's a whole, like, PU is wide open. I think it's always kind of been wide open, but... Yeah, it's kind of the Wild West. I mean, that's what, that's what you expect from that tier in ZU, pretty much. But yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, the only other thing of note is that uh, Monotype has decided to ban the following items. King's Rock, Bright Powder, Lax Incense, Quick Claw, and Focus Band. 
because it gives you an unfair advantage, like uh, like of hacks, I guess. Yeah. I don't OU know was ta- not general ladder things. We're talking about it for a little bit, and Monotype went ahead with it. Uh, but yeah, that, I guess there was a council vote to see if that was something to bring forward, and it didn't make the cut. Mm-hmm. So regular ladders didn't do that, but Monotype has banned the luck items as they were kind of grouped. Yeah. Because like, it, it, it's almost a feel bad when you win by one of those, just because it's like, oh, I got lucky. I win. Yeah. It kind of defeats the purpose of, like, a... I mean, even though the Pokemon is very much an RNG-based game, there's still a lot of skill that goes involved. And when a single piece of luck, that's not, like, a, what, 4... Is it 4% crit? 6% crit? Uh, they dropped it. It used to be 6, but now it's even lower. Oh, it's even lower. Great. Um, when you have less than, like, a 5% chance of getting crit, that can affect any move, though, for both players... And, like, someone's like, oh, what do you know? I got lucky with my flinch here on this item. Or, oh, your earthquake missed because of my bright powder. Like, it just or my t- feel earned, I guess. <laughs> or my Toxapex didn't counter your cloister like it should have because it flinched me with rock blast three times in a row. I feel like you like say that out of that. personal experience. Maybe. Maybe. Stupid cloister. <laughs> That's another thing that might accidentally rise to OU next session because there's a lot of people running cloister king's rock out of spite ah. in ou trying to get it banned so it's it's the hype in a sense so who knows by october it might be ou let's hope so at least i hope so but that's just me yeah but that is the tears it was a kind of a big month just because we finally had a tier shift take place three months later yeah uh so expect october's episode to be equally as lengthy as we go over all the changes and everything mm-hmm but yeah, that yeah. is the tiers. Stay Ooh. tuned for tiering action that happens next month as people figure out all the weird stuff, like to see if Salazzle's gone, Blastoise is gone from uh, RU or NU. Which one was it? NU. Uh, who knows? Maybe by then an OU suspect will happen too. I doubt it personally. There's nothing wrong with anything ever. No, never. But you know, the next thing I want to, I'm curious to see if it'll happen is uh, the Uber's Shadow Rider conundrum if that'll finally go through that's what i want to see next is what'll happen a with lot has to develop over the summer and i know with a lot of like i know there's a lot of tournaments going on at least for smogon i think the ladder tournament's going on right now i know a couple yeah. of uh grand slams i think just started mm-hmm. which are always fun to watch you know if you if you ever get a chance just go check them out it's like some of the best players playing their best tier yeah so that's always really i like grand slam a lot just for that reason um mm-hmm. ladder i don't usually watch until like the final tournaments <laughs> Just because it's toxic at the top. (laughs) Yep. But anyway, we're going to cut the tier time and hop on over to the topic to talk about this triple T cube, whatever thingamajig monstrosity that Claude has come up with. So we will be right back. All aboard. It's time for the topic. And welcome back to the topic. We have a weird one, another Puckle format tournament to go over, the Triple T. Remind me again what that is, Claude, and if you could give me a rundown of sure. what on earth this is. So this is our Triple Tri-Attack Triathlon. Um, it, it's a little misleading. We just like the whole Triple Tri theme, so we, can, we went with that. But basically, is good. Yes. Uh, basically, how this came about is... A couple of our staff members participated in a 
uh, Smogon tournament called the Dodrio Cup, where it was VGC, and uh, you couldn't use a mon after it was used. So one person would bring six mons to their match, and then you'd know for your next... Uh, one of the other members would be like, oh, I see that on the enemy team. They will not show up. So we adapted that to OU, because we thought that'd be a fun tier to do it in. So basically the way it works is we have... And this is our first time experimenting with a team-based format. So we have eight teams of three uh, of three players, and you have three. Uh, each team will have three matches in that week, based on the. Uh, so whoever plays first has the entirety of OU to use. After that first match is done, those six mons that were used in the first match on your team cannot be used in the second or third match. Same goes for the second Fun. match. Once it's used, those are gone. So basically, as the matches go on, your pool of mons you get to use shrinks slightly, and. That makes it a really interesting format because, yes, you have one guaranteed OU game. That's like a pure OU match. After that, it's a slight adjustment. And you can see what your opponents have every week, or you can see what they are, what they brought. So that, you know, you won't see things again. So it kind of allows for different formats and niche Pokemon to be used. Um, and and that, that's our little fun way of do, uh, like, taking on the OU format. Um, the fun part is, if you look at, like, any of the OU, like, just sample teams, 90% of them have Lando T on it. Uh-huh. Um, except, funny enough, except for the Rain team and the Sand team. That makes sense, yeah. So, like, just because it's a very good mod, lots of pivot. And if you, even if you look at, like, any of the viability rankings, it's like you have, I believe it's just three mods. I think, in S rank, you have Dragapult, Lando T, and Heatran. You only get one of those for all of your matches. Same with, like, one Clefable, one Garchomp, one Toxapex. So it becomes more of a, all right, how can I build these teams differently? Or, like, there's different ways to approach it. It's, oh, let me build three good OU teams that just don't overlap any mons. There's different ways to look at it and see, but I think the common threads that I'm, at least I was expecting, is you'd have two different OU teams and then a rain team. Just because rain's easy to, like, break the mold. So it's a matter of, oh, who's... In my mind, I would be thinking, all right, who's going to be a rain team? It's like how in BGC, you expect someone to always have, like, a Kyogre. It's like, it's that good. Someone should probably... One of the three teams would have it. It's a matter of where. So, like, and they'll get to see things over, like, a couple weeks to try and, like, fight it out. And then, I think it's a three-week round robin in little pools. And then the top two teams of each pool will move on to a playoff. And it's it's going to be fun. Uh, where we just started week one, and already the games are super, super interesting. Mm-hmm. So, okay, this this is such a cool idea overall. Yeah, and anyway, so we, we stole it from so like the a Smogon tournament that we found. We thought it was a really cool idea, and we're experimenting because we don't usually do team tournaments in Puckle, but mm-hmm. we want to because people seem to like them, and it's forcing people to work together. And people didn't pick their own teams. We we randomly threw people together, so that way you That's have to right. work with yeah. people you may not know before. It's our way of trying to, like, bring the community together a little bit as well. Mm-hmm. So, I, I think it's fun. I mean, there's lots of options. Uh, I mean, likely you can see, like, oh, you can build, each team can build around a different Tapu if you want. You can build around a different weather. Like, there's a lot you can do. Um, I think the I think that's the easier approach is to be like, all right, I want to do a team around this. And then you try and build around it. Rather than, uh-huh. like, rather than like, oh, let me take this good OU team. Like right. sure, you can build a team with the top six mons, but then the rest of your, like your, the rest of your squad is going to have less to work with. 
And that becomes exactly. the interesting it's part the team about it. Part. Exactly. Uh, Clefable is a mon I see almost frequently on the ladder. Once that's gone, you don't have to worry about it. That mm-hmm. might change up some of the tech moves that you run. Like, you may not yeah. want the most standard sets. You may want to be like, oh, okay. And then the other part is, like, we try to match it up with, oh, this is a person who's usually very good at competitive battling versus someone who's brand new. We try and pair it up so each team has, like, you know, some sort of variety. It's, do you send your least experienced person out first? So that way they have all of all you to play with? Or do you keep them in the back for last and hope your two other players can do it, can win before them? Mm-hmm. There becomes a whole mental game on who you're playing and how you're playing, and like, who knows? Someone might decide, all right, you build a random OU, like a normal OU team, hard stall, and then like hyper offense rain or something like that. And yeah, it's like, no, well, those what do you really do? overlap anything. And I think it allows for like other mods to have fun. Um, the other big thing that uh, we have is once it's used, that national dex number is gone. The moment anyone uses any Rotom form, all of the other ones are gone. Mm-hmm. Um, Thing, I mean, it would have, uh, so like, uh, what would it matter with? Like, Thunderous. You get one Thunderous, not both. Or like, Zapdos. That means no Galarian Zapdos. Yeah. It, it okay. affects a couple of little things, but not much. We just yeah. cut, cut out on some of the forms, so. That makes sense. A regular Zapdos on balance and then not being able to use Galarian Zapdos on Hyper Offense is kind of a big blow, so that Same makes, with Moltres. Makes, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't think of that, too. Mm hmm. I mean, the, the big birds. ones, the, the big ones, the Rotoms, though. Yeah. Cause, you know, I think Heat is very good. Oh, and even Slow, uh, Slowbro and Slowbro Galar, or Slow King and Slow King Ooh. Galar. Yeah. You get one, like, uh, between the forms, so. You only get to pick one Wormadam. Uh, nope, that's not, no, you. That's oh, yeah, right that's yet. right. It's, it's not even in the, in the decks. That's right. I forgot. It's I remember that. back in Gen 4, I had a, <laughs> I had a Wormadam team that had all three Wormadams. Granted, this was like, Wi-Fi battle stuff, not like uh-huh. showdown, Smogon or Showdown or whatever. I think what was it Pokemon Online at the time, or um, because I think they it was shoddy battle at that point. It may have been shoddy, um, but I remember purposely had a Wormadam team, and I was like, "All right, I'm like, this is my Wormadam team. I'm bringing all three Wormadams." And I'd ask, "Do you mind?" And they're like, "No," because no one would ever <laughs> care. And then I end up sweeping right. them with like Wormadam Ground that's choice banded into Earthquake. <laughs> Oh, wow. That's good. Oh, I have a replay somewhere back in, like, my old, like, Pearl, I think, of it. And I'm like, this is this is a great day, and I'm going to keep this forever. <laughs> but I think there's a lot that can happen. It, it's, it's, it's a different type of format. I mean, granted, you can just find three good OU teams and not worry about it. So, so. long as they don't overlap. There's plenty of them that don't, too, just based on style, but... Yeah. And your teammates, I feel like, like you said, have a huge impact on this. So exactly something that someone's comfortable with. If you hand me a hyper offense team, I can do it, for instance, but I would much rather take 247 turns to end my game. So Exactly. And you don't have to play the same style every week. You yeah. can be like, oh, this didn't work week one. Let me change up my how we're like doing this. And, you can, and we're allowing people to work together and like in a voice call. So... That's your team, good. Your team yeah. can all be in a call together helping each other, being like, all right, but the timer is on the entire time. As much as That's you want to talk through all the plays, you need to be like, all right, cool. It's not going to be like one person just picking all the buttons. It's They have to, you have to think about it, determine it, and whoever's actually battling has to make the decision. That's very smart. I like yeah. that. It kind of gives the leeway for letting you teamwork, but also the the timeline that you have 30 seconds to click a button. Exactly. Or I think it's like 
three minutes of the entire game, maybe. Something like I that. Know. I don't know. But it's definitely interesting, and it's a fun little thing that we we wanted to try out. We may do more of these. We may do less. I don't know. For sure. So what are some, like, let's not talk about the week one, like the battle one things where it's just an OU team. What are some of the things you're seeing in battle two or three, if you've seen enough or predict enough uh, that so are... I, at the moment, there's like, I think there's supposed to be, um, one, two, three, six, twelve, twelve matches per week. I think we only have five in right now. Mm-hmm. And our first weekend's soon. It might be five. It might right. be six. Uh, I have six matches in. Oh, cool. Um, so the big thing that we've seen a lot of the time is people like to use Tangrowth. Tangrowth is seeing a lot of popularity because it's not necessarily an, it's not an OU mon. Oh yeah, it's UU, isn't it? It is wow. UU, but it can do as well in OU. That's been a yeah. very popular thing. Um, I think in a lot of the matches we saw Heatran go immediately. Of course, yeah. Just because of that. Um, let me. I'm gonna pull up the ones that I at least I've seen. So I we only have five matches, and I was wrong. One was here twice. Um, so in the ones that I've seen, it's uh, a rain team. I had we had a rain versus sand one week. Which oh, is, how interesting! Yeah. Um, we have, like, a hyper-offense, I think, for Sand. Okay. Um, so Sand has been fairly popular. Um, we've had, we've seen Stall. Ooh. Um, some Balance, as I said. Uh, balance has been really interesting to see. Um, and then other mons like uh, Umbreon have seen a lot of play. Okay. Um, yeah, I think I Metal Metal has seen more play here because once you see something gone, you can use it. It's uh-huh. like, oh, I don't have to worry about a Heatran. Or a Toxapex. Yeah. Suddenly, or something else. Exactly. And that's the fun part, is once something goes, something else is instantly better. Yeah. It's like, like saying, when oh... When you see Clefable. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. They've used Lander, Asterion, and Heatran on the same team? Oh. Darn like, it. Now, imagine OU without those two mons, what would be immediately broken? And that's Volcarona. <laughs> exactly. But, but you're right. That would immediately come in and do crazy, crazy things. Yeah, and that's the if type you of, know you're not going to have a Heatran against you, Volcarona is a instant pick, so... In your mind, yes. In my brain, yeah. I, I mean, I agree. I think Volcarona I think Volcarona should be seeing more love than it is. I don't think anyone's used it yet. Um, Interesting. Free tip! Do it! Yeah, the other thing that we've seen a lot of recently is Halucha. Ugh. Blah. Because it, like, it fits in with there so, being so much terrain and all the tapus. Uh-huh. It's an easy, oh, throw this on here, one person can have it. Uh, and if you see the Zapdos, then there's no counter to it existing. Other than, If you see Zapdos and Clefable in like Battle 1 or 2, Halucha has nothing to stop it. That's disgusting. I hate it. Pretty much. like th- That's an interesting thing. Like I think Coco Zapdos has a really powerful, it's a really powerful like, third team uh, option. Or you make the ballsy play and do it like number 2 after seeing one thing gone, hoping they're not going to bring it. Yeah. It's the fun part of there are only so many answers, and once they start leaving, they're gone. Honestly, I could see Aleki doing a good job in this. We have seen, I think, one or two Alekis in here. Um, mm-hmm. Granted, it's Aleki, so I don't it put is, too much yeah. weight into it. But I'm just like, I'm after looking the at, good grounds are gone, though. Mm-hmm. What's well, the thing is, there are so many ground types, though. Yeah, you have Garchomp, you have Lando, you have Excadrill, you have Swampert. Are the first ones that pop into my mind. Yeah, that's a lot of them. Do you want a free 
heat trick that I saw someone try to pull off in OU the other day? Oh, please. I love heat. Zoroark and Regieleki, with the Zoroark having ring target and trick. <laughs> so it disguises itself as the Aleki, waits oh, for the ground to come in, tricks the ring target onto it, meaning that it's no longer immune to electric. That's brilliant. And you Free just have to never, tip. Run, never run knockoff then, the rest of your team. Yep, exactly. But like, there are a lot of mons that, that are good in OU that just don't see a lot of play. Mm-hmm. Like, Blaziken has speed boost. Right? That it's should be just... seeing tons of play. Here, it would be a monster. Exactly. Like, it's like, oh, what, what, what's holding it back? Oh, Zapdos. Yep. Or like the Slowbro twins, the Slow Twins. Yeah, the Slow Twins. Actually See one of those, pop them. Toxapex, kind of. Oh, well, I mean, there are ways around it. But, like, that's exactly. the thing. Is, there are only so many answers. Like, you get rid of the one of the big ones, or... That's the fun part. You overload with so many issues, and suddenly you, you can beat things down. Yeah, I or it see lets more, you choose like, your coverage Victinis. move. I want to see more, uh, what's the final gambit of Victinis. That would be great. Oh, that's a fun one, too. Yeah. Like, you have Clinker Scale Komolo. That can pop off. Throat um, throat spray, that thing. Go, go a, ham. I expect Rain to do very well, just because it's very easy to build a Rain team without any of a lot of the other pieces. They're very exclusive. Yeah, I agree with you there. So, like, I, I do expect a lot of rain and a lot of sand, because you can easily build that. Like, I remember in Gen 7, I did a lot of sand Volcarona. Mm-hmm. Just because the sand broke everything Volcarona did not want to deal with. Yep. And then you just wait until the end game, and then Volcarona wins. Granted, I also had, like, a Toxapex Tornadus core in the back, because I was disgusting. Mm. <laughs> but <laughs> It works. I mean, who needs to attack moves when you can just switch infinitely? And never lose exactly. Regen for days. Yeah. Um, I think Kiram has a really good spot here as well. Ooh, yeah, that's scary. That's Ugh. the other one. And it's the fun part is, oh, you haven't seen them bring, like, a Skarmory or a Corviknight? This might be the time to bring in a Magnazone team. Uh-huh. Drag, drag Mag is still a thing. Maybe. Especially now. The, the second, the battle after they use Clefable. Just bring Draco Meteor everything. Uh, I think Sparky ran Mono Ground. Nice. Match because, <laughs> but, like, that tells me, against, uh, after his match, I would have spanned electric types. Elecky food. Granted, you have Tangrowth and Ferrothorn that kind of laugh in its face, but still. Uh, yeah. It's just, like, it, this has become more of an interesting format than I expected. And yeah. It's just, it's going to be fun to watch evolve, because we're in the very beginning phases of it. So we have five yeah. games done so far, so it's... You know, it's it, it, anything can happen. Exactly. It's still all up in the air. Yeah. It'll be and crazy. we haven't even seen one full like match complete. We've seen some people mm-hmm. do their first two games, but they still have to do their third one because it matters for tiebreakers and stuff in the end. Ah, uh, yep. Makes sense. So Well, cool. Yeah. I think, I think that's a good summary overall. It's a little bit short of a topic, but like we said, we wanted to cover it, and it's brand spanking new. It's the first time we've done a tournament like this, and we had a monstrous tier time, too, so it yeah. works out. And the fun so, part is, our team of the episode is a team that's going to feature some mods that, you know, you get, you can use that are a little off the beaten path for one of your teams. Exactly. I'm real excited for that. So let's go ahead and call the topic here, and we'll hop on over to team of the episode. We'll be right back. 
And now it's time for Team of the Episode. And welcome back. We are here with the team of the episode. And this is one that P. McGee has fashioned and Claude has been using and I like looking at. So well, I-, I told McGee the other day, I was, hey, I need a fun team. And he's like, lol, okay. And sent me this. <laughs> it, and it I've had a lot of success with it. Granted, I play on like a lot of my ults that are around like 14, 1500. And I've had like good success. Right. And like we mentioned in the topic, this is kind of a spot where there's some weird Pokemon in here that would be really good in this T-cubed format that we just got through talking about. So let's just dive into it. The first Pokemon on here is Zapdos, obviously with heavy-duty boots. The ability is static. EVs are as follows. 232 HP, 112 defense, 64 special attack, 100 speed, and a bold nature. The moves are Defog, Roost, Volt Switch, and Hurricane. So, fairly standard Zapdos? I'm pretty sure it's a fairly standard, like, bulky defensive Zapdos. Which, Mm -hmm. I think, has power to do something and speed to outspeed something. Yep. For me, if it was me, I would run the EVs a little bit differently. I would do 40 speed EVs and Timid Nature just to outrun all Rillaboom. But that's just me. This might also outspeed all Rillaboom. I'd have to check. 100 and bold doesn't sound right. It hits 261. It might. Uh, What's the space speed? I don't know. Let's find out together. This makes good radio, folks. You can hear us clicking as we go find the calculator. Um, I'm just, I don't know that I'm off the top of my head. I'm trying to compare it to something else. 269. It's 69? That's really low. 269. Yep. Oh, so it just barely misses that if it's max speed, but they're usually never max. Usually adamant, right? Yeah. That's yeah. Adamant Rillaboom, 269. Oh, never mind. Okay. Then, yeah, this only hits 261, so you might want a little bit more, or, you know, run Timid, more defense. Yep. EV optimization, I think 40, 40 speed and Timid is is the most optimal way to do it and have the most EVs left to spare. But but I know this wanted to especially yeah. attack break a sub of something mm-hmm. with um with a move, and then it's out being a different face. Yeah. So... And this, honestly, this team isn't terrifically Rillaboom weak, so... No, not at all. Um, so yes, why don't so, you cover the next member? So the next member of the team is Salazzle. Not a mind you normally see in OU, but it's one of my personal favorites um, just for both this and Monotype Poison. By far my favorite mon in the tier. Um, it's Salazzle with a Black Sludge, the ability Corrosion. So that means it can poison any Pokemon. And yes, I said any Pokemon. Think about your heat trains mm-hmm. that want to come in on Salazzle as it can't touch it. Now it's toxic. Oh, and it can't miss that toxic either. Toxapex is now toxic. Corviknight, yeah, so Skarmory, cool. toxic. All the things you wouldn't want. Like, even Swamper. I've caught so many things with, like, a ram toxic. And then you run toxic, substitute, protect, and flamethrower. And you're running 248 uh, HP, so you have an odd EV. Uh, 8 special attack, and then 252 speed for max speed purposes. I'm not sure if you need max speed. I would probably drop a little bit for, like, base 115s. I don't know if there's any base 116 Pokemon that are relevant. I can't think of any except Halucha, but that doesn't even run it. Exactly. So I I think I would probably just speed out base 115s and just call today and give you maybe a little bit extra power, but it does not matter at all. Um, Mm -hmm. This is... I like to think this this has been... This is how I try and win games half the time is... Toxic, and then I'll just sub, protect, toxic, stall, then out. <laughs> and, and that's half good the time, with Black Sludge, too. You can recover well. And you recover decently. 
And half the time, it's like, oh, well, you know, you sub, you protect. And after a while, you can predict them because they will know what you're going to do. Yeah. So it's a really fun mon. That and that and the next one they're going to talk about are have been the two win cons for me. Oh yeah, for sure. This one's cr- this one's crazy. We've got a paper airplane named Cartana holding a choice scarf. Obviously, its abilities beast boost with the EVs really simple. Two fifty two attack, two fifty two speed, four somewhere. Here's special defense, but it doesn't really it matter. It doesn't matter. It's got an adamant nature. And the moves are Knock Off, Leaf Blade, Sacred Sword, and Smart Strike. Knock yeah. something out, get an attack boost, you're still fast, hit real hard. Cartana. Toxic the entire team, suddenly Cartana can just clean up. Yep. Uh, I, I think Cartana is arguably one of the best, like, comeback mons. Yeah. The amount of times I've been down, like, 2-5, and then just set up so Cartana can win and reverse sweep them has been insane. Yeah, I, I, it's I love wild. Cartana. It's so good. And the fact that it's a one-foot-tall piece of paper makes it even funnier. Exactly. Um, but pairing with that, we have a Hydreigon uh, with Leftovers, Levitate. Um, that is 252 Special Attack, 252 Speed, 4 Special Defense, Timid Nature. And the moves are Substitute, Nasty Plot, Dark Pulse, and Flash Cannon. So a lot of the times you can you set up right in front of Clefable. And it just dies to a plus two flash cannon unless it's away- unaware, but then you'll know half the time. Mm-hmm. Usually you set up rocks or something and get that information. And then suddenly, oh, what do you know? Hydreigon beats Clefable, which is kind of fun. Um, but like I said, uh, Hydreigon's been my Heatran counter recently, where I'll just click substitute, and then it can't really break a sub. Yeah, and if it's toxic already, it's wasting time doing that. Exactly, and then you can nasty plot, and suddenly one nasty plot allows you to hurt anything. The only real issue would be, like, uh, Infiltrator Dragapult, but yeah, that is handled very well by the next mon. You bet it is. That next mon is Clefable with Leftovers. The ability is unaware here, not Magic Guard. Just keep that in mind. The EVs are 252 HP, 252 Defense for Special Attack, and Bold Nature, so just fully physically defensive. And the moveset is Moonblast, Calm Mind, Wish... And protect. Pretty good Clefable. Yeah. Not how I would run it, personally, because I just fear status. And now that Softboiled is legal on Unaware Clef, I like that a lot more. But Wish is good for the other members, like healing up Salazzle, healing I didn't up realize it was legal. the last member of the team. Huh. Cool. Didn't know that. I think Wish is yeah, important, with... though, to like help out your team. It is. Uh, Unless you want Clefable to be the end game. Yeah. Yeah, it really wow. does. Wish is probably much more synergistic, but if you wanted to and wanted cleric support, you could swap Wish Protect out for Softboiled and Heal Bell. Oh, easily. Just for fun. 100%. That, like, I think Unaware Clef is meant for anything that sets up. Setup is really annoying yep. to deal with. Um, I had someone, I was facing a, a top of Finny that was setting up, and I'm like, cool. I went into Michael Fable, we both set up Calm Minds. He hit plus yep. six and then did no damage to me, and then I almost one shot him with Moonblast. <laughs> yep. That's how like, it goes. And he's like, shit. <laughs> Wait. So, oops. That is uh, good. But that just, that just, that's just what can happen. There's a lot of things that try and set up in the tier, or that can set up, and you just, you know, it's, it's preventative measure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last mod that we have is Swamper, because you need to have a ground type on your team. Uh, leftovers, Torrent Ability, Flip Turn, Toxic, Stealth Rocks, and Earthquake. So this is very much a Toxic... It's a little bit of a stalling team, but it's very much a we'll wear you down and then kill you. 
Right. Which is part um, of what makes Protect Wish on Clefable so good is because that further stalls out toxic turns. A hundred percent. And the EVs are basically max special defense, max HP, max special defense, uh, careful nature with four in attack. And that is the team. Overall, a really good balanced team, in my opinion. I yeah. think it's great. Um, and this worked, this would work great for T, uh, TTT because you're not using any of the S tier mons. You have one thing that's in, like, uh, what's it? A plus being Clefable. And then mm-hmm. after that, it's like, you may, you have a couple of mons and you have, I think you have a mon in A, a mon in A minus, I think two in B or something like that. It's, you know what? It's not using a lot of the big mons that you would expect. So I think it yeah. fits well with this format. It's wild. It's good. And you know what? It uses all of my stupid cores that I like to put together. Now that I actually take a look at it and think about it, I may take this and tweak it. This is fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, great. Take it. Go. Have fun. Heck yeah. But anyway, that is our team of the episode. Uh, go give it a whirl in OU. I know I'm going to. And also maybe in the Triple T tournament if you're one of the lucky members who are in that. Uh, yeah. Or if you happen to listen to this podcast. Also true. Yep. Also that. But in the wrap-up stage of everything, if you like what you heard, then there's more where that came from. We've got the main show that comes out on the Puckle feed every Monday. And also we've got all the other Puckle Plus shows here on this channel. Things like the TCG cast and Trivia and Trivia Rewind. Trivia Rewind. Gosh, that's hard to say. And you can check those out every Thursday of the month unless it's weird like today and it comes out on a Friday because sometimes life gets in the way and that's what we have to do but other than that you can support the show by hopping in discord that's a huge place to be that's where all the cool stuff happens if you want to be part of the events go to the puckle discord there's a link below and that's a good link i don't know what else i was gonna say there. yeah uh, we, we have a lot more uh, fun tournaments coming up both on cart and on line showdown so get excited yeah you can find out what Con- what Claude has concocted next. It's it's a great, scary place up there in his brain, and the next tournament's probably going to be crazier. So, Oh, don't you worry. People are going to be upset <laughs> with me one way or another, and I'm excited for it. Perfect. That was a compliment. Um, other ways you can support the show are um, subscribing on Patreon. That's always immensely appreciated. It keeps us going. Everything goes right back into making the show what it is. And... Yeah, you can also find us on Twitch. We stream a lot on there. That's where a lot of the Poke of the Episode things happen, right, Claude? Yeah, Poke of the Episode, we usually try and stream it once a month on there. Um, if I occasionally do, like, trivia weekends, mm-hmm. it'll be there. You know, any random fun, we decide, oh, let's stream it. We'll do it there. Exactly. And I think that checks all of my boxes as far as things I'm supposed to say at the end. Not that there's any list or anything like that, but this has been a fun topic. This is... a cool tournament variety and we had a big tier shift so Mm -hmm. it was an interesting show so thank you very much claude for joining me this month of course and until next month we'll catch you later
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.